Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Minority Retort with Jason Lamb. All right, it's Friday morning on X-Ray in the morning. That means it's time for Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb. I'm the co-host and co-producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. It's an all-people-of-color comedy show. It's hosted by myself, Naraj Srinivasan, and Julia Ramos. But here on this show, we don't just talk about comedy and talk to comedians. We also talk to other creative and thoughtful people of color who are doing big things in the community. And... Artist Repertory Theater's 2018-19 season is now underway in a big way with their first show, a production of Dominique Morisot's award-winning play Skeleton Crew that runs through September 30th. And we're pleased to be joined today by the director of that production, William Bill Earl Ray, and one of its stars, Shelley B. Shelley. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Uh, So, Bill, let me turn to you first. And for folks that may not be familiar, I wonder if you can tell us what uh, Skeleton Crew is all about. Well, it basically it takes place in uh, Detroit um, during the um, 2008 um, auto crisis. And uh, Dominique Marshall is a native of Detroit, and she's written three plays that deal with uh, her native Detroit, and uh, Skeleton Crew is one of those. And for me, this play is about survival. It's about what happened to a lot of those people in that crisis, because I don't think people realize uh, that 20,000 um, um, African Americans lost their jobs uh, in that auto crisis in 2008, because the show is set in 2008. Um, now, it goes beyond 2008 as well. But um, for me, the play is about um, moving forward. It's about uh, struggle, as we uh, all know about struggle as African Americans, and it's about moving forward. And she has said it in a um, break room um, at the auto plant, and the plant is getting ready to um, um, close, and most people don't know that. And um, Shelley's part is uh, she's a union rep (laughs) who is on both sides of it, um, of of trying to um, figure out where and how things are going to expire from uh, the point that we first see the play. Um, But for me also, it's about family. It's about um, family struggles. Um, It's about loyalty. It's about um, betrayals and how we handle those betrayals as well. So so it has all that incorporated in this play. That's which is why I, I really like this play because I think that she really honed in on a lot of different issues to deal with and um, does it have a resolve well I would say come see the play <laughs> <laughs> and Shelley uh, as, as Bill mentioned you, you play the union rep uh, in the play uh, Faye yes. um, what connection did you make to the character in, in order to be able to, to play with her? how did you connect with her well I've lived with Faye since uh, being cast in the uh, production um, and just reading and and saying her words more and more I actually heard myself um there you know as a black woman who has survived my own trials um there were a lot of relatable situations so while I didn't come out of the automotive industry while I wasn't a union rep 
Um, I do know the fear. A lot of, you know, Oregonians can relate to the fear of um, back in 2008 when, when our own housing situation was getting a little, you know, scary and the banks were going nuts. And, um, you know, you, there was always that looming fear of the possibility of foreclosure. Um, and you didn't carry that. You carried it, but you didn't talk about it. It was one of those things. And, and so I saw that a lot with Faye. Uh, there were things that were going on in her life that she carried, and Bill uh, always stressed to make sure that that was always in mind, even though it may not be in mouth, um, to to understand that people are, you know, and not just Faye and not just Shelley, people are going through things all the time, every day. We don't know what those things are, but they they affect how they relate with others, and, and that's what happened with Faye. Um, and so, yeah, I could relate to that with having some of my own experiences. And Bill, you mentioned betrayal a, a second ago, and I wanted to just read what Ben Brantley of the New York Times uh, had to say about Skeleton Crew uh, in his review. Uh, he calls it a deeply moral and deeply American play with a loving compassion for those trapped in a system that makes sins spiritual or societal and self-betrayal almost inevitable. And I want to touch on that self-betrayal uh, for a second. What, what does that bring to mind for you uh, when you hear self-betrayal um, being interpreted as an aspect of, of the play? To me, it seems like, um, you know, when we think of Detroit as the, pun intended here, engine of uh, the American economy <laughs> uh, for, for so long, yeah. and then it became, you know, it, it went through its struggles and it went through, you know, its, its, its despair. Um, and a lot of us as consumers, as American consumers, we want our products cheap, we want, it, we want our comfort, and we want it quickly. We, we seem like we turn our back on what Detroit was and what it meant to America. Well, I think that one of the things that one of the things that I quote, uh, that I quoted in uh, my uh, director's note is uh, a quote from Mitt Romney um, when he quoted, "Let Detroit go bankrupt." Mm. Um, it was a very harsh and unreal situation for him for, for, to, to have uh, uh, someone of his of stature to say something of that nature. You know, it's like he didn't care. They didn't. They didn't care about what was going on, and they knew about what was going on as well. Um, I think the self betrayal thing, so to speak, I would have to relate that to like, okay, Faye's character. You saw the play, and she deals with an issue <coughs> of being on one side and the other. Uh, trying to support both sides, she's trying to support management because because of because that uh, of her relationship with with Reggie. Um, they have that that relationship. Who's the supervisor? Who's the supervisor of the, yeah. of the uh, 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 who becomes the supervisor? Now he he comes in to it with as he says in the play with the same dirt on his shoes, <laughs> and then he gets his shoes clean. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's on the other side of it now. Faye becomes she becomes she becomes the middle of that. She's in the between um, the other workers that she's supposed to be supporting, who are still union workers, and then Reggie, who's trying to um, manage the situation. And she is like, um, in such a way, she's betraying both sides because she's holding on to a secret that she's not letting out. You know, so I think that's where it comes from uh, when you talk about self-betrayal, um, betraying someone who who has put their trust in you. You know, and I also wanted to touch on something I found 
very compelling about the about the production when I saw it last night. Uh, so there's these scene breaks where there's these choreographed pieces <laughs> where we see figures in, in silhouette who are dancers. Um, and they're dancing along to uh, music that's um, fashioned to sound like uh, gears grinding and the, you know, the machinery, uh, industrial sounds. Um, and it seemed to me like that almost was... Um, they were all, they were all, it seems like they're avoiding... The gears we see, kind of like the, the shadows of the gears, also that uh, that are um, that are nearby, and it seems like they're almost avoiding getting caught up in in this in this in the gears. Well, what's happening is is, is that it starts out where you see the machinery working properly. It, it works. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do with this particular production was that um, it, you, I wanted to use three dancers, and three because uh, automation works in threes. And if one gear breaks, the other two will be in, in jeopardy. So that's why I wanted to go with the three. Uh, so when you see the three in unison, they're working very well together. When you see them not in unison, mm -hmm. they're breaking up, they're breaking down. This was to illustrate what was going on with the dynamics that are going on down below in the break room. So if you see the dynamics breaking up in the break room, you're going to see the dynamics breaking up in the in, in, in the unity of the um, factory. And that's what those dancers represented, was the automation aspect of the show. But even though the characters are, are facing uh, economic uncertainty uh, in their lives, they don't know what's going to happen to them. You, you say the, the play is about survival, Bill. Um, and at one point, there's a heartbreaking irony that's revealed with your character, uh, Shelley, um, who does what she has to do to survive um, in a way that, uh, that, that really got to me. But what was interesting about it is, for me was that she doesn't paint herself as a victim entirely. She's made certain choices that she owns, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, I, don't think, I don't think that uh, the average black woman in America can afford to paint herself as a victim. Uh, we, uh, by our very DNA, are survivors. And so uh, in playing Faye, again, I'm, I'm playing my sisters, I'm playing my mother, I'm playing my grandmother, women who have overcome, continually overcome, um, and continue to live and thrive. And you still have your moments of joy in that, even though the struggle is real. Uh, you know, you, you could be sick. You could be, you know, not working. You could be um, destitute, whatever those situations are. Those, that doesn't define who you are as a person. That's a, um, that's a period of time in your life. That's, you know, a condition. But that is not who you are as a person. And I think that's uh, the same with Faye. Um, she, she knows, you know, her plight. Um, and as you said, it, it does get revealed. But... Uh, that doesn't stop her from waking up in the morning. You know, <laughs> she still wakes up every day. She still tries to put one foot in front of the other. Um, one of the lines that uh, is dear to me from the show is, I don't abide by any rules except necessity. I do what I do until I figure out another thing, then do that. And I think that is indicative of a lot of uh, just people, that we do what we do. There's, you know, there's usually not a manual that comes with life. Um, a lot of people say, well, you don't get a manual to be a parent. You don't get a manual to be a person. Um, you figure it out as you go. Uh, the new word now with the uh, younger people is adulting. 
So, but there's no no manual. You you just do what you do I until you manual, figure out another thing. The manual is what we learn as a family. I mm-hmm. to to somewhat reiterate on what you just said. I grew up in a family of 17. My grandmother's family was a family of 17, and most of those were women. Mm -hmm. And I learned from the women of my family uh, how to be a man, uh, as a matter of fact. So the the strength of of those women is what taught me how to be and live in this world. So uh, she's right. Uh, the, 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 The backbone of the black community has always been the woman, always, and still is to some degree. I I. I won't go any further in that <laughs> discussion. <laughs> but but uh, that's what I grew up with. Uh, just a couple minutes left with our guests today, actor Shelley B. Shelley and director William Bill Earl Ray of Or Artist Repertory Theater's Skeleton Crew runs through September 30th. Um, so as we all know, Trump ran on a platform of Make America Great Again. <laughs> and part of that was... Uh, the, the promise to bring jobs back to to America that have been have been taken overseas, and a lot of people bought that message and continue to buy into that message. Do you think that's part of denial about what America was, and do you think we can ever get it back realistically? I I'm optimistic that we can move forward from this. Uh, I never bought that. Let's make America great again in the first place, because it was like, what are you saying? Uh, right. Make America great again. When was it ever great? I mean, uh, America has never been great. Um, they got on um, Thurgood Marshall some years ago when he uh, wrote about the Constitution of the United States, and he just broke it down and said exactly what the Constitution was really about. It wasn't about anybody other than one group of people. And I won't say who that group of people are, but <laughs> that's what it was about. And so they got on him about I still have that article from, from, from the New York Times. So uh, his uh, Make America Great Again, uh, unless you said I can't curse on this show. So <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, and, and on that one, I, I just have to add that uh, I look at the movement of black women right now um, who are just raising up and, and, and walking in that strength that, that we've always had but some of the younger women maybe weren't aware of it. And so when you look at uh, uh, Alabama and how those women rose up, I have a niece in Alabama who voted for the first time there. Yes. Um, And I I just think that I don't know if America will be great again, but I know that the black community will be stronger and more united as a result of that person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Last question for you. Uh, I recently bought a car uh, lease a car, um, and it's not an American car. How bad should I feel about it? I don't think you should feel bad at all. Um, if if it was here for purchase, you didn't go anywhere to buy it except for to a local car dealership. Um, so I don't I don't think you should feel bad about that. It would be I think you would feel better, or I would feel better if. Every car was made in America, um, and every part was made in America. But even foreign cars are now being made in America. Someone should tell Mr. Trump uh, before he goes blasting Toyota again. But uh, I don't even – yeah, that's all I can say about that. Well, 
I, I won't feel bad about it, but your play certainly got me thinking about it. Um, and and <laughs> I've thought about it a lot uh, since I saw it last night, and I really appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, actor Shelley I, Bichelle. by the way, drive a yeah. Ford Escort. So okay. I'm <laughs> For the record. <laughs> <laughs> Shelley B. Shelley and William Bill Earl Ray, thanks for joining me today. Thank uh, you. Artist Repertory Theater's production of Skeleton Crew again runs through September 30th. And uh, once again, thank you for joining me today. And we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment. Bye, 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 bye,